actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 today. There's a bond that's formed between a dispatcher and his or her police officers. I'll tell you the truth. In the years that I've worked, I've talked with thousands of police officers. I only personally know a handful of them, though. I rarely meet them. It may be different where you work, but they don't make it up to where I work very often. But that still doesn't break that bond that we have. The common goals. Help the public and get the bad guys off the street. Those bonds, they can be tested at times. But when you're on that radio, you've got that headset on, you're behind that mic, your officers and their safety is always the number one priority. And it doesn't matter if they're your best friend or someone you've never heard speak the first word on your radio before. It doesn't matter. The bond is deep. It's emotional. Some of your best days can be on that radio. And some of your darkest days can also be on that radio. I try on most episodes to not say much about what we're going to listen to before I play it and I won't on this one either but I will say that what we're about to listen to is easily one of the most amazing and heartbreaking things I've ever heard if you read my post on Facebook today believe me have your tissues ready
Foy and David in this regard. They're just going to release some balloons for a reason. <laughs>
Squad, where's that car at? Where is the car at with this officer? Squad. Okay, UFC 10-4. Hey. You know, one car or are they in separate cars? They're in separate cars, guys. Just stay off the air, please. Stay off the air. 10-4, going into UFC. Very good. Open the uh, entrance to UFC. 10-4, opening entrance to UFC. 10-4. 736, going east on Garfield and Halstead. All right, Alpha Halstead, repeat. Get him with information, Alpha Halstead. I'm, I'm, I'm on Garfield and Union, 736 with the other officer, heading east. Eastbound, Garfield and Union, 10-4. Listen to what I just played several times now. I listened to the several minutes before this all happened, and I listened to the radio traffic past what I just played for probably a couple hours afterwards. The correct words cannot be expressed here. There's nothing I can say that's going to give this dispatcher enough praise. I'm amazed at the job that he did. I'm also extremely saddened because I know what he was feeling. I have no clue if he knew these police officers that were shot. But I know the feeling. I felt it on my radio. I felt it listening to someone else's radio. The emotions are overwhelming. As soon as you hear an officer in pursuit, you get a little excited. Maybe in a good way likely in a nervous way. As it continues, you may get some adrenaline pumping. It's not the same as the officers out on the street, but damn it, it's there. Then you hear those words that no dispatcher wants to hear. Officer down, officer down. And in this case, 
It's not just one officer. Two officers were down. Those emotions just nosedive. Then you heard what was said there at the end. GSW to the head. Gunshot wound to the head. Those emotions just hit absolute rock bottom. You know everyone is doing what they can to try to help her. But you also know at that point that the likelihood of her being able to be helped is really slim to none. I'll talk more about the officers here in just a minute, but I've wanted to continue the focus on this dispatcher. He took control of the radio. He had to. His first priority was officers and their condition, getting them to the hospital, getting them the help they needed as quickly as possible. When those officers were on the street, when they were in the middle of their chaos, he was the voice that broke through all that and gave the direction that was needed. He had backup on the scene within seconds, had a perimeter set up looking for the suspects. He had canine and aviation going. He guided the officers transporting the fallen officers to the hospital. And he even pushed life-saving measures over the radio to the officers transporting the female officer. Additionally, past that, what I think is even to a degree more amazing that most people won't even think about is that after I stopped the radio audio that I was playing, the dispatcher stayed on the radio. A lot of dispatchers would have had to get up and gather themselves after something like this. Not this dispatcher. He didn't just stay on for a couple minutes either. He full-on rode this thing out. He saw as much of it completed as he could. He dealt with the search, the crime scene details, setting up the command, a number of other things. He just kept on. Since this happened, which was only a couple days ago, this dispatcher has been overwhelmed with people reaching out to him. Because of this, I won't give his name on here, but just earlier today he posted a very long message on Facebook talking about this. He is fine. He said it was one of his worst days as a dispatcher. But something in his post that really got me, and I think will get any other dispatcher as well, was that he said, even though this catastrophe took place under my watch, and as devastating as it was, I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else. That is a true blue, no-nonsense, no-bullshit dispatcher right there. That is a damn good dispatcher. I really cannot say enough about this. I could talk about it for hours. I'm going to talk about it for hours to anybody else that wants to listen. I'll probably talk about it to people who don't want to listen to it. I don't care. That's how good of a dispatcher this guy is. Moving on to another portion of this. This event happened a little bit after 9 p.m. on Saturday. Details are kind of sketchy, but it seems that the officers were conducting a traffic stop, and as they approached the vehicle, one of the occupants opened fire. The officers, or possibly the backup officers, exchanged fire with the suspects. One was hit. 
that one and another suspect were taken into custody there at the scene. And it looks as though the shooter was the one who actually got shot. Unit secure the crime scene. If you're at the crime scene, secure the crime scene. Don't touch anything at the crime scene. Are we looking for offenders? We have two in custody. Are these our only guys that were shooting guys in custody? Six foot boy, six three twenty eight. I put the other one in custody. The gun being guarded by my partner, so we can get the EC over here to come recover. Are these both? Are these both the the guys who shot? Are these both our offenders? The four squad. A number of charges have been filed against them. The shooter obviously has been charged with first degree murder, along with attempted first degree murder, and some other weapons related charges. The second suspect that was taken into custody there on the scene was charged also with weapons-related charges. A third suspect was caught the next day. She was on the run, but once they did catch her, after some questioning, she's not been charged. I'm not sure if she was just simply a passenger in the car or what the deal with that was. Before I get into the officers into this, I wanted to give a message to the city of Chicago. Get your dispatchers and your officers some new damn radios. This is a serious issue. It's an officer safety issue. It's an accountability issue. In the length of this segment I just played, there were dozens of transmissions that were never able to be heard. Luckily, the dispatcher was able to hear them and do something with it, but there's zero reason that a city like Chicago should be using something that was literally used in the mid-90s. It sounds like something out of season seven of the show Cops. It's ridiculous. And I'm sorry to go off like that, but this is an issue that's very important to me. And it should be to any other dispatchers, and it should be to a city that they're serving. The officers and the dispatchers. The officers involved in this, the male officer as far as I can tell, They haven't released his name. I would imagine probably for safety reasons. At the time I recorded this, I didn't see his name mentioned anywhere. And last I saw, he was still listed in critical but stable condition. The female officer, Ella French, she was 29 years old when she was killed in the line of duty. She just started with the police department a little over three years ago. I urge you to direct your thoughts and prayers to both the officer who is fighting for his life still in the hospital as well as the families of both him and Officer French. Also keep other officers, dispatchers, and first responders in your thoughts. We're out here doing the battle every day, so hopefully you can live a peaceful life. Officer Ella French gave the ultimate sacrifice and will always be remembered. May she rest in eternal peace. Officer Ella French, end of watch, Saturday, August 7th, 2021.